We can agree to disagree. Or we can agree to agree. Yeah, but we're not. Welcome back, guys and dolls. Hold on, my cat-ass cameras. This is Timby. Hello. And this is Disagreeably Yours. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, happy birthday to my best friend. That's my best friend. She knows who she is. Um, It's Mental Health Awareness Month, which has been observed in the U.S. since 1949, which I did not know. Its goal is to fight stigma, provide support, educate the public, and advocate for policies that support people with mental illness and their families. So, hopefully everyone is taking care of their mental health during this pandemic, because, wow. (laughs) Happy Mom's crazy people. Oh my god. (laughs) I might have to cut that out. I feel like you're going to get a lot of hate for that one. It is. Please don't forget. We don't care that you're in the house. Yes. Happy Mother's Day. It is still your Mother's Day. Do not let this pandemic get you caught up in not celebrating your mother. Send them some shit. Unless they like real OCD about it and are going to pull rock the shit out of it. But at least drive by their house and wave down your window. Mothers, mother figures, all that stuff. What's up? What's new? What's crack-a-lacking? Nothing, just over there coronavirus. I guess it became May and everyone decided, you know, our stay-at-home orders were over, so go the fuck back inside. Uh, and why are you protesting? Where you're trying to save lives out here. Uh, just, nothing changed. The, war, the weather got better. And so, so did the virus. It's legit crazy. I've seen so many videos and pictures of people outside chilling, no mask on, next to other people everywhere. We tried to told you. Um, I just think it's interesting the way that. So I read an article somewhere, not an article, a YouTube thing, a pretty Republican BS. Um, and they were just basically talking about like how activists, or racial, racism activists are like kind of. Basically, the protesters are white and protesting in a very, like, privileged way. Stares into Black Lives Matter movement. Right. And I'm like, well, they are because they're talking about how they're trapped in their homes and everything. And I guess, you know, black people have just dealt with actual oppression and actual racism so long that 
Yeah, so I've seen so many videos of protesters, if we want to call them protesters, because at this point it just seems like you're endangering people, and not only are you endangering people, they are face-to-face with law enforcement, and the law enforcement is basically ignoring them, which on one hand, sure, if they're not posing a physical threat, but these people are right into your face yelling with guns, with different posters in their hand, breaching your physical boundaries. And we just want you to keep that same energy when you see blacks. KTSE. KTSE, my Karen. Because this is crazy. And I know we talk about white people all the time, but this is why, you guys. This is exactly why. Because the privilege of you being able to protest a virus and breach police officers personal space without getting one hand, one baton, one shield, one gun, one taser, one cuff, or anything on you. It's very frustrating. That's my opinion. Then when I will remove a lot of that anger from my FU portion. Um, So last week, when I listened to myself back, oh my God, were my contractions awful. I said don't in so many places I should have said doesn't way too many times and it made me very uncomfortable. (laughs) And also, when I listen to stuff back, it also makes me realize how when we can be talking and you say one thing and I hear a completely different thing, and so it's funny because sometimes I'll listen to it back and my reaction to what you said is completely different from the reaction I gave when we had the conversation. You know what we call that? Growth. We do. I think I'm grown enough to be able to understand the stuff that I reacted to poorly or interpret differently, but I think everyone does that. I think a lot of people say stuff and you hear one thing that they're not saying, which is miscommunication at its finest (laughs) me and my daughter are still watching steamy universe we are on the last season so she's already started the last season right she did but she started at the end of the last season so she still has not seen these beginning episodes so we're watching it and apparently there's a movie that actually ends the series so i'm looking forward to that it's not out yet though no it's out but after we're done with the last season, which is the fifth season, there's a movie that we can watch. Are you watching it on the Apple, like on Cartoon Network app? Or? So I was watching it on Hulu, but of course the very last season isn't on Hulu. So now we're watching Cartoon Network. It's such like simple yet profound lessons about like, like life is what you make it. You have the choice, the anxiety of becoming yourself in a world that tells you what you should be. Now I see why... Adults watch the Cartoon Network channel so much. I don't think everything is as pure as this show, but I do see that there must be some real good writing going on because this, the pure lessons of accepting yourself and other, it's just very, very, very well done. And he's so optimistic and full of joy in such an adorable way that you would think I would be annoyed by it, but I'm not. I really like it. You should. I can't wait to 
they're going somewhere and I want them to hurry up, but I don't want it to end. But it's really good. You should watch it. Yeah, and that's like the longest episode. <laughs> it's like 10, 12 minutes. It's really good. That's all I got. This school shit is just going to be school shit. You mean the education of your daughter? The miseducation of yes. your daughter? <laughs> the miseducation of my seven-year-old. I'm trying my best. The one good thing is that you can see what they're not understanding and know what lessons they were supposed to learn. So you can help them in other ways and give them more resources and talk to them more about it than what their teacher would. But it's when you get down to actually doing the work, I can't wait to get to the age where she can just read directions and go forth. So do you think this gives you a different perspective in like doing homework, communicating, fitting with the teacher, and how you'll go back when schools open up and everything? So before, the homework packets are pretty simple. Like, they're just basic lessons about sounds and reading comprehension and stuff like that. Whereas now, I'm actually seeing what lessons they are learning, not just, like, the enforcement of those lessons at home. So I think when school does get back to whatever normal it's going to be, I might start inquiring more about what lessons they learn for the day so I can actually enforce that. But, yeah. This shit is shit, and I know they're not going back to school until next fall. No. I don't care what they say on these town hall conversations. May 15th is a lie from there on. It's a lie. Everyone else is going to They're lies. The lies. The lies, as Candy Burris would say. That's it. Sons of Anarchy. Homeland. Okay. <laughs> Who's from Sons of Anarchy? Oh, Maggie Smith. Yeah, she's Homeland. And Damien, I don't know. Sweeney? No. Paul Sweeney. Oh, Brody. Duh. I was thinking of woman. Was Damien Brody? Yes, I was. Um, His name was Brody in Homeland. Yeah, I was caught up. I didn't watch the new episode, but I am a watcher. Last 
I heard about that. So that's that's pretty cool. I, I appreciate, to, to my knowledge, they're the first show to continue filming and even overcome the current coronavirus shit. Did they overcome it, though? I have no idea. I didn't watch it. <laughs> How? What are you really going to do? Watch it. I want to hear about this later. I just I don't see how you do it. Mortal Kombat Scorpion Revenge is out. I have not seen it. I will as soon as I find a good quality or pure one of it. Uh, is that the Flash. one with Oh Boy? Just a cartoon. Season six now, so we have three more seasons to go. Hey, so it's Christos. Yay. Yeah. The fucked up shit going on in the crew is wild. Making movies in space with Elon Musk and NASA. They filmed the first movie in space. A real movie? Or like, we're gonna... <clears throat> So not interstellar. No, not, not at all. Interstellar. So not Apollo nineteen. Really, really so we're gonna take the studio in a rocket ship, go to the moon, and then make a movie about space. Have you seen Elon Musk's tweets lately? What? I'm sure they're unsafe. It's very... Is it like white lotus? About the coronavirus, yes. He's one of those, let us free. This is against our rights. He probably already has robots on his bullshit. And crack. My throat feels so phlegmy. It's like a <laughs> I think it was yesterday I went to play tennis for the first time in a while. How did you do that? What do you mean how? What did you play against? So oh. Tennis nuts have been taken down and then you started playing. No. So we have a tennis court. It's just one. And there's a backboard. So I was playing by myself. But I feel like my body is not used to being outside in the elements for so long. And so now my sinuses, like my allergies and everything is just on 10 right now. Like, how dare you be outside for two hours? We don't do that anymore. So in March 2019, the U.S. women's soccer team filed a wage discrimination lawsuit against the U.S. Soccer Federation. You should have. Everyone should have. Um. And last Friday, a judge dismissed their claims of unequal pay, saying that the women were asking for a court to conclude that the women were paid less than men because had the women been paid under the men's CBA, they would have earned more than they did under their own CBA, which they turned down, which was their bargaining agreement. Um, 
He says that the evidence is insufficient to create a genuine issue of material fact for trial. Of course, at first, I was already be like, fuck you, women for life, get your money. And you read All I took away from this is that they didn't present the right evidence to prove their wage discrimination, not that there isn't wage discrimination, which he said there's not enough. They're trying to compare what they make to what they would have made under the bargaining agreement that was presented to them. But they turned it down knowing that they wouldn't be paid. But since they turned it down, you can't match up what you would have gotten under the CBA in comparison to what men are getting under their CBA. So I'm not upset about the, I'm not upset about the outcome. They just didn't do a good enough job apparently because that wasn't the right way to prove it, to go by what they would have gotten. They didn't prove that they weren't paid at the same rate as the men. Yeah, so what I said. Yeah, but it's the same rate. But it's not because they are talking about a CBA that they didn't actually sign. But they didn't actually sign it, so they're not talking about the current rate of which they're getting done. That's why it got dismissed, because they can't, the judge can't make a judgment call on what they would have gotten. You have to talk about what you do get. Right, but they are comparing it to a CBA that they did not sign, so you cannot make a judgment on something that they didn't sign. By choice, they didn't sign it. So listen to my words. Yes, by choice they did not sign it because they would have gotten paid a lot less than under a men, the men's CBA. But that's a stretch that they had to prove, that they didn't even try to prove. Right, so what I'm saying is, I don't disagree with it being dismissed because you can't get a actual judgment call on something that you did not agree to. You didn't agree to the CBA, so you can't then say that it's wage discrimination because you didn't sign it. So you're not actually under that CBA to even say wage discrimination. Had they signed it, then they probably would have had a better case. So what I'm saying is they need to present the real facts of what they get now, which it doesn't seem like they did. They were asking them to making a judgment call on what they would have gotten if they had signed the CBA, but they didn't. Their claims of unequal working conditions based on travel conditions, specifically charter flights and hotel accommodations, support services, specifically medical and training support, can still go to trial. And they're going to appeal the wage discrimination part, of course, assuming that they'll bring better evidence and not an alleged CBA that they didn't actually sign. Um, I definitely think that they deserve it. You just got to bring the correct evidence. Because to get paid better? Based on... They're more successful than the men's team. Essentially, the men's team chose to be a hourly rate, like like an hourly employee. So they get paid for the amount of hours they work. The women chose to be salaried. for whatever, but not necessarily overtime. The men played more games than the women. 
so we're gonna go that way. Okay. And I am saying that they still deserve to get paid more money than they're making now based on their outcomes. That's not the contract that they signed up to. They're, they're being paid, the men made more money because they played more games, not because of performance, not because they're better. They just work more hours. Okay. And I'm saying they need to renegotiate. Why do you think that when people sign contracts, you can never do better? <laughs> like, why do you think you're just locked in for... For a certain amount of time, sure. But if you can prove that had you been, if they can prove that had they been men, if there's ever been a time where the men were not on an hourly rate, they could still probably prove it. All I'm saying is they have better outcomes. They deserve to get paid more money. I don't care whether the men are getting paid less money or more. Okay, what does that change about me saying that they deserve more money than they're making? It's not based on anything rational. It is. If you going beyond this wage discrimination, fuck wage discrimination. I don't care how much the men are making. I'm saying the women deserve to get paid more because they have better outcomes. Period. I don't care about the contract, Whitney, is what I'm saying. So as I was saying, contracts don't last forever. And my opinion is they deserve more money, period. I'm not debating any legalities of what we're talking about. I'm saying when they can get paid better, they should, period. I don't care how this turns out. And I'm sure that's not, there's more to it than we both don't know. So I'm not going to debate that either. But I'm still saying that based on their outcomes, that when they can get paid more, they should, even if that means they don't play no more. That's my opinion about it. I'm not debating the legalities of this lawsuit anymore. I'm saying that the women deserve to get paid better based on what they do. As a woman, sometimes you sign things and do things because you don't believe that the world would do any better. In either, in either case, I don't care... In either case, I don't care about any of that. I don't think that when you can take advantage of someone that you should, even if there's a contract involved or not. That's not true. Women sign things all the time thinking that there's no way that they can get a better suit for themselves. They cannot get a better contract because of things like this. If people are used to giving someone the bare minimum, all they're going to do is look over you and go to the next person that will sign it, which is your right to do so. I don't give credit to people that give contracts that are shitty. Just because people sign it doesn't mean it's okay. I don't care about the legality of it. This is my opinion, so there's nothing to debate. That is the contract then. They're not getting paid. You just said all this stuff about they signed a, a contract that is about salaries. That's a contract. 
I'm not debating any of that. I'm saying that's fine. I'm I'm not giving a pass to people that give people contracts that are not good, period. I don't care if they sign it or not. You think I'm going on some big rant against the men, and I'm not. I'm simply saying that the women deserve more because they are a better team than the men. I don't care about the contracts. I'm not debating any of that stuff. I know that they signed what they signed. That's not what the lawsuit's about. I am over this fucking lawsuit. I'm still saying. Okay, let's. Because all I said, and I'm still saying they deserve more. They deserve more. The end. We can agree to disagree on all this other shit that we're not talking about anymore. And they deserve more. Um, they deserve what they agree to. They deserve more. They don't. They deserve what they agree to. People agree to stuff all the time just because yes, people have to look out for themselves. When you sign things and you agree to things. When you're a woman and you need to take care of your family, you do that. If people I'm are bad. used I if people if people are used if people are used can I finish what I said? And every time I say they deserve better and you say something else, this is my opinion. This is my opinion that they deserve better. Right. You keep saying let's move on, so stop stop debating my opinion then. You, that's what you've been doing for the last 10 minutes. The women deserve better. You do. But debating my opinion is doing what? Like, I'm not debating the legality of anything anymore. They deserve better. I'm moving on. Greenleaf will be ending after the next season. Another reason why I hate these fucking shows is because things like Sisters, that has 25 episodes that got renewed for some reason, and Greenleaf is ending. But I think that's more. I don't want to see them force more storylines. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate still hate watch it, but I'm done now. I lie. I'm not done. I've been hate watching since episode ten, to be honest. <laughs> Nothing in particular. It was just when it first started, there was potential. And by episode 10, it was like, well, there goes that shit. There goes this Tyler Perry shit. (laughs) And ever since, all the stuff that I owned in on not liking, it's just all they do now. (laughs) Every conversation is like 10 minutes, and it's so slow like this. What do you want me to do, Karen? I'm trying to be the best person I can be. And then there's background, slow music, and the music lasts the whole entire scene. Five conversations last 60 minutes. If this was a 30-minute show, perhaps it could have been better. An hour is totally egregious. And so I think what I just watched was the season finale, but if it's not, I will be hate-watching for one more show. Because I just want to see how it ends. I don't know why how this and the Oval started at the same time and the Olympics stopped like months ago. 
I don't. Since when do shows get twenty five episodes for the first season? So Greenland is ending. Fine, I'm gonna watch it. I would like to see how it ends. Hopefully, it has a good ending. Um, unsatisfied with his dramatic girlfriend's travesty, sisters. Tyler Perry has released a trailer for his new show, Bruh. <laughs> I saw that shit. Uh, two people from Sisters is in it. One, the lawyer friend who seems to be cross eventing. And then a ma- like What are you saying? No. Well, I don't know if she's in it, but I meant the girl Andy, like one of the main characters. Oh, she's in the show? She's probably just being a lawyer on that show for a split second. But I saw her in the trailer along with a man who played a random lawyer in Sisters who is the main character in Bruh, but playing a doctor. That's that Tyler Perry shit. It is. Just a different show with all the same faces, with new names. Hopefully Andy is still going to be Andy. If this girl, not girlfriend, if Sisters is going to keep going, then this girl, if she is not Andy, this is the worst fucking thing already. Well, if they're not in the same universe already because the nigga's a doctor and not a lawyer, then... That's exactly what I was thinking. I don't think that guy's supposed to be the same guy. He wasn't a main character, but still, there's got to be some continuity. Like, this has to be the same universe. Sisters and bruh, unless this man is a doctor and a lawyer, but I doubt Tyler Perry even cared to go that deep. Tyler Perry is the EBT of entertainment. <laughs> um, I actually didn't think the trailer was horrible, but I know it's going to eventually be. Just like everything else. Like, Sisters had potential. If Sisters was made by it did. anybody else, it did, but everyone talks like this, and then they want and to know what you're doing, and then we have to add our soft music that we don't want to pay people to play, so there's never any lyrics. It's just, they repeat the same line twice, I think, almost every character. I'm sure that's because that character doesn't remember their lines. Speaking of getting what you pay for. Tyler Perry says the budget for his movies are actually very, very low. Duh! (laughs) The production quality tells us so, sir. Like, we know that. Our problem is why, when you make so much money, do you keep keeping your budget so low that they have to look and sound like this? We know that. But thanks. Insecure has been renewed for... A fifth season, and I feel gaslit. I could have sworn they said season four was the last season. And the whole internet went crazy. The Twitterverse went crazy. We were all like, no, and thought she was going to move on to do other projects. So, what the fuck? Did Did you get more money? Did you get more creative? And you just decided to keep going? I know I'm not crazy. We know it to be true. This was the last season, and now it's not. Yes. But, like, they thought, we thought um, Lawrence was going to be coming back, I think. 
No, but they never said he wasn't coming back. We were just talking about him not coming back. Like the people. Yeah, but I think Issa said the fourth season was the last season. We agree. <laughs> we kids are lying. Um, on May 1st, May Day, Walmart, Amazon, FedEx, Whole Foods, Target, Ships, and Instacart went on strike. Did you know that? You weren't supposed to buy anything from these places. Well, I had a whole cart full at Target, and I didn't buy it on May 1st just to show solidarity. <laughs> but. It's solidarity. Yes, sir, okay. I can see your face. No, because no, I'm serious. I had my cart ready to go, and then just decided I wasn't doing it on May first. But that don't say anything about the second, did third, fourth, fifth. Only because I was asleep, I did not. So they were striking for hazard pay, no test required, sick leave, protective equipment, better sanitary procedures, immediate information on infected coworkers. Immediate shutdown of infected locations. I'm sorry. You said no test was required sick leave, but you can still be sick and use it if you don't have the coronavirus. Yeah. So they had asked people to not give money to these places on that day. Which always begs the question to me, do these places really care enough for the people that actually do the strike, considering they'll probably come back? Or is it like a chicken for the employees? Like, okay, well, if this works, they can see that we can take this for a week or a month. But usually it doesn't. I think given this particular situation, because it's not like they are in a more unique situation where like if they quit, like I'm not going to, or even, well, I'm going to say I have a job, but even someone who doesn't, Yeah, I, I hope it worked. They definitely deserve all of these things. And then Walmart gave a total of $180 million bonus to their hourly employees. Spread across the country. The world. Maybe the world. Like, I feel like $180 million isn't doing as much. But I feel like they were trying to hijack the headlines. Instead of everyone talking about May Day and striking. For being a small business, absolutely. Conclusion. You can complete your purchase, guys. <laughs> and moving in the right direction, City Boy, a.k.a. Duffel Bag Boy, a.k.a. 2 Chains, who upon being able to open his restaurant, Escobar Restaurant and Tapas, to the public, used them to distribute food to the homeless instead last Monday. His partner, Snoop Diller, drove around the immediate area looking for other homeless people to give meals to. So kudos to them. So, you know, in Georgia, they're opening places back up. Like, you can come back in now, guys, and sit down and have no, a meal. No, 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 no. It's past that. They, they've opened. <laughs> what did I say? You 
Oh, sorry. No, they opened. I'm sorry. They have opened their doors. But instead of opening his doors, you can still only do carry out. And he was giving out meals to homeless people. Shout out to him, who also dragged the media for not covering that story, but covering every other story they could find. In true media form. Trevor Noah of The Daily Show and James Corden of The Late Show? Or is it The Late Late Show? I meant to look it up and I forgot. Let's say the late show. Are paying the salaries of their furloughed employees out of their own pockets. Every person on TV is probably that rich. Or their furloughed employees are getting paid that little that they're able to do this. So of course, you know, fuck you to every place that had a massive protest especially the ones with guns, with people inches away from law enforcement without any consequences. Like, what is all of your problems? I, I Like, I don't, where do you need to go? Like, where are you going? Do you Are you finding this hard to go back to work? I mean, I understand if you're not getting paid. And even still, why are you outside with guns in front of law enforcement? And the audacity, not even the audacity, the ability, the caucasity, the ability to even do this and not have anyone get hurt by law enforcement. No one died. No one screamed, don't shoot. No one with their hands up begging the police officers not to hurt them because they're not actually hurting them and they're using their right to assemble and protest. Shout out to the guy on Reddit who is substituting all those guns for dildos. <laughs> the pictures are hard to look at, but also hilarious because they're like big dildos, like rainbow colored dildos, like huge dildos. As big as your gun was, is as big as a dildo is photoshopped into your hand. And also fuck you to the guy who wore a Ku Klux Klan mask to the grocery store in Santee, California, as his mask. Talk about keeping that same energy. That must be the whitest, most racist town ever for someone to do that. Because you're getting your ass beat anywhere in these DMV parts. <laughs> and they still... Let him check out. They still took his money. Even after for like a second, I think he took it off. And so people have pictures of him. Like the audacity, bro. Like I don't. <laughs> this world. America is a bottom bitch ass country who pretends to be at the top. Anyway, breakdown and breakthroughs. Insecure. You know you watched it. Of course, uh, of course I watched it. <laughs> Bitter bitch is back, for real. When she bucked at herself. <laughs> and I had a six going on. It was so relatable. Like, your life but worse. Like, okay. You're probably right. Um, 
after last week's show, Basie, you remember Basie, she's been on the read a few times as a guest. She is an author of a book, but it's mostly about um, coping with depression and stuff like that. But she's very, when I say well-spoken, I don't mean like, oh my God, you're so articulate for a black girl. I mean, (laughs) well-spoken. When I say well-spoken, I meant she's very informed about what she is speaking about. But she tweeted after last week's episode at Basie World, I think Lawrence is treating condolence the way he wishes he would have treated Issa. That's why he was moving so fast with her. He's picking up where he and Issa left off and not where he actually is with convalescence. She is so mean about destroying her name. Uh That's a Twitter thing right now. No one is using her real name. No, you saw her. I heard her come down the stairs. Hi. Okay. Do you want some hummus too? Then you need to put down a blanket upstairs. It's in. It's by my closet. Hi. Did you hear what I said about the blanket? I mean, yes. You can say hi too. Too. It's at the top. You don't see it? No. It's right there on the top shelf. Okay. Take some water. Does your mom be a good teacher? You can tell the truth. <laughs> What's not? That's not fucking. <laughs> <laughs> she said kind of. But yeah. So I think that. I think that's very true. I think he wants what he had with Issa. He wants that comfortability, but he has not gotten that with Condola, but he's pretending like he does. And so that's kind of causing friction since Condola. I don't think he does. She's fresh out. I don't think he wants that with Issa. I don't think he wants what he had with Issa. I think he is an upstanding black man and wants what he deserves as a black man. Oh my gosh. Okay. I think I still think he wants the comfortability. He sh- those years of knowing someone and just start from there, but he doesn't. He's not there yet. I mean, he definitely wants a serious relationship with Condola. I don't think he's skipping that. I think that they've been together long enough, and they're and you know when you get together in September and it just so happens to roll right into Thanksgiving. Yeah, you've been together two months, but it's a holiday. And No, you don't hit a hiatus. You either break up or you stay together. Right, you gotta, you gotta get that gap so that you don't have to buy it. No, it's no. You mean for your next relationship? I'm just saying, like, or going back. People don't seriously date until November. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying like, oh, you were committed before and then you break up just so you can get back together after the holidays. No. Like, first of all, that's trash. Second of all, Nobody good luck. Have a Christmas present after Christmas. That's disappointing. Um, okay, so the show starts with Molly doing work at home with rollers in her hair. And then Asian Bay comes over. She smells her fits. She's... 
so she went to go fix that and left him at the door. I I thought that she waited. He said, "Why did it take you so long?" Y'all don't care until you sing. And we do things for ourselves, not for y'all. <laughs> well, not as high as a percentage as you would think. If you smell like hot ass, there is someone else that does But probably not the ones you want. Um, <laughs> so she answers the door after getting her pits in order. And she starts to talk about how much work she has. And he starts to fake snore on her. Which I thought is a very bad sign. If you talk about your job and someone is snoring on you, like they're uninterested in your day. No, it's not. I can do both. I don't just totally agree with everything she does or disagree. She talks about it all the time. No, I'm saying no. I'm agreeing with you. That I'm. I don't know about that, but I do think I'm. I will give him. I give him a pass because all she does is talk about work. So it's like, oh my god, work again. Instead of it, there's no balance with her right now. It's all work. So now it's like, okay, we're here together. Can we not do the work thing? So okay, I get that. Um, and as I said, Molly is starting to fuck it up with Asian Bay. <laughs> I do appreciate their ability to like bring it together and do like the moment. Yes. But like you're fucking up my rim, rim sleep, and I can't believe after working until two a.m. that you really wanted to ride the dick and kill her. Kudos to both of them to commit like that. Hmm. I feel like kudos to her for committing. Because you definitely should, if that's what y'all were about to do, and you put it on pause to work. But two, are y'all turning it down? It was for four hours. Huh? What do you mean? Okay. What do you think I just said? <laughs> okay. I don't. I don't think anyone, any, I don't think most guys would be that bothered with getting woken up to have sex. Okay. I didn't say you were. All I'm saying is the, the time y'all, y'all complain about the frequency sometimes. All I'm saying is. I would be surprised if you turn it down based on the That's fact that y'all are you ever going to let me complete a sentence before you start talking at me? You can have your thought like after I finish my sentence. <laughs> Never mind. I'm done. Um, so she goes on to be continuously canceling their dates, which of course is not great. Everyone knows you got to grind when you got to grind, but you also have to communicate the other person's, importance in your life and make room if you're actually wanting that person you can't expect them to cram themselves into the crawl spaces of your time I saw where that was going but I do like that she used her words when he said you know I don't think this is going to work out because all you do is work and don't have no time 
And then she explained, she usually does not have to actually have this conversation because nothing ever lasts that long. <laughs> but she does want to fix it. So I respect that about it. If only she could keep that same energy with her friend. Speaking of friend, Condola is totally ghosting Issa. She's being ghosted. I'm waiting for Lawrence to actually tell her that they can't speak anymore, but they never got to that point. <laughs> he tried, so he did try. He did try. I'm pretty sure that's what's coming next. So Molly and Issa arrive to see Tiss Baby at the same time and fight over a parking space. Whose parking space was it? Which I didn't understand because uh, Issa kept saying she was going to leave. She said, I'm going. I get the confusion, but she was pointing back like, I'm going. Like, this is me. I'm going. It's Issa's parking space. No one drives into a space unless the parking space is huge. You always drive past it, and you back into it. Me? I'm Issa. I would not be moving. If I was Issa, I would never have went around that block again. It's so many levels to like what their friendship is right now. Cause if they were really friends, the person behind you clearly would have been like, okay, I'm leaving. You got it. But no, instead they're playing fucking chicken in this parking space. And Molly just let her drive off. It was big of Issa to be like, I'm a driver on the block again, but I would have never, this is my space. You're going to have to back that ass up and drive. <laughs> We would have never seen that baby. Because I'm not getting out this car until you leave. No, I would have seen the baby. Not until you left. I would be... I would be sitting right there. You move. And then we'll get out this car. The power struggle of their friendship right now is crazy. So... Again... Molly keeps expecting people to move around her and for her. She she expected Issa to leave. She expected her to move because that's what she wanted. Well, no. She did the same thing with Asian Bay until they had the conversation at the end. I'm just doing me and then see, like kind of like fitting him in where it fit. Until they had that conversation at the end where she realized what she was doing. She was doing that. Thanks. She kept canceling on Asian Bay and expecting him to be there when she was ready, when she had time. She expected him to be there. Even down to the fact that when they got together, and normally they don't have all night together, he made other plans, and she was annoyed that he had made other plans. When usually she cancels or they aren't spending all day together because she's doing something else and expects him to just fit where she has time. She fixed it at the end. She's doing the work with Asian Bay. She is not doing that work with Issa. <laughs> so I have a different perspective on the Asian Bay thing. I understand that she is pushing him off, but she's doing it because, remember, at the, the last season, those black women that she's connected with right now are the black women that are shunning her. So she's trying to... Who was shunning her? Oh, at work? Trying to mend relationships with her, she's trying to mend relationships with everybody else. She's trying to shun them back. 
she's she is spreading herself thin, trying to make things better. And as I'm sure we'll get to in the episode, she does want to make things better with Issa. She is trying to unilaterally be better and fix her life. Everyone else seems to be open and receiving of it and giving her the opportunity to do it. And Issa is one that she doesn't feel she's open to. Until we get to Issa, who's a, a Karen. I totally see what you're saying with everyone else. She's making, she's doing the work with everyone except her friend, which I don't like. Issa's doing the same thing. So, the same thing that she's asked, like, Molly, I think, tried to initiate a conversation with Maxie and Issa. And they both, and Issa pushed it off, which we talked about, how both friends, when y'all really are having an issue, y'all say you're going to do it, and then you don't. Totally get that. My point is only that they aren't doing the work with each other, not even giving each other grace enough where they are thinking about each other positively. Like Molly, when they're at Tiffany's place, she's thinking super negatively already. Issa and Lawrence go have a conversation and Molly's like, "Mm, look at them doing stirring up old shit. And when they left, she, to me, the way she reacted, she thought they were leaving together when Issa really had an emergency that she was going to take care of for her block party. So they're not even thinking about each other's relationship positively anymore. You're not doing the work. So, no, no. Now what we're taking is what we see as outside watchers, and we're changing the – we're using it to assess the situation. What did I change? No, but Molly doesn't have that information that Lawrence called her out. And that Agreed. Issa bailed on them. And then Issa bailed on them. For a reason that they don't even know about. That's what I'm, she, I'm saying that she is thinking of her friend negatively for no reason. She's assuming negative intent of her friend based on what? That she left a party? She does not know is what I'm saying. She does not know and she's assigning a negative meaning to what she's done when she has no idea why she left or no idea why she's outside talking to Lawrence. She's assuming for no reason and for what? It could, and I'm not saying that it won't. Molly, if you don't have any idea, and I'm just speaking for me right now, if I don't have any idea what two people are talking about, I'm not going to assume what it is. Even if I want to assume, I'm not going to take that negative context to anyone else. That is going to come up at some other place. And instead of just, even if you saw it, if you're not going to go to that person, to like, hey, girl, what's up with that? then there's nothing to talk about is all I'm saying. Don't carry negative feelings towards your friend when you don't really have any idea what happened. You can assume, and yes, based on history, of course, but if you're not going to have that conversation with your friend, then don't go out exuding negativity to your other friends about her, to her, herself. I didn't, okay, I'm agreeing. They did the same thing. They're still not talking to each other, and both of them, are not doing the work by doing it. I don't ever think people should be talking negatively about a friend that they... A friend should not be talking negatively to someone else about a conversation you're not willing to have with each other. That's crazy. I don't think that's a... I don't think that's a Lawrence and Issa's expectation. I do. You can... Like you've been to someone. 
Now, granted, it could be someone that that person doesn't know. And, and it should be. Sure. You should never have that conversation with the same group of friends that could take that information back. You have to present negative information to your friend yourself. They didn't present any negative information. They didn't ask, and then they just expressed how they were feeling. They felt that person was treating them. Is they that not? They, okay, is, Molly did say that she treated that person differently. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But even Issa, she told Kelly that something was off. She's been coming for her lately, like on her neck. Should have been spoken to to Molly. I don't think so. We can agree to disagree on that. I think everyone has a right to their thoughts and opinions, especially women. They do, but you, you're talking in the same group of friends that were literally just in the same room together. Right. So your issue is who she did it with. Yes. Okay. Fair. I take that. Um. And also, men not fully realizing how poorly they treat women or need to until they have daughters is total trash. <laughs> like, not you specifically. Why can't y'all just treat women or respect them simply because they exist? Because they're alive? Because they're worth the respect? <laughs> it's like, not until you have a daughter. It's like, oh, they're so precious. How often do you have that conversation? I don't know. I'm not a girl baby. I'm telling you. Not so, that the two are the same. Not that the two are the same. I'm more so thinking general observations. One of those are generally observed a lot more than the other. Agreed. If, if it were switched around, then sure. But I don't see people really complaining about women treating men like trash. On such the same level. That's why I have, I'm have i not speaking about it. Okay. I'm just saying, like, if it goes to your head a ton, then we're like, hey, I hope that no one traps you like I'm trapping us. In a very specific example, which you love to do, sure. But I'm speaking, generally speaking, when people are talking about mistreating people, they're talking about women because it's on such a high level. Mm-hmm. And in this specific example... It was a man talking about how poorly he treated women in the past, and he shouldn't because she's someone else's daughter. He's apologetic. Right. I haven't treated women, though. I don't think I've treated women poorly in the past. If I had a daughter, I would have the same feelings towards women she did. And I do know that. That I am not straight. So I don't think that that guy... Really, what is your point? What's your point? He literally said... He talked about himself and the, his experiences with women. That's what he spoke about and said, wow, she was someone's daughter. But yes, we shouldn't have to be someone's daughter or your daughter. We're people worth respect regardless if you can attach us to being someone's daughter. This trash that people have to wait until you're having a child to be like, oh my God, women are worth so much more because they're someone's daughter. It would help if y'all grew up knowing that is all I'm saying. Her analogies but no, but I'm like, are just I'm like, not doing it today. Like, I don't, I don't want her to see that. I don't want her to think that professional. You like taking general observations and getting so specific. Like, what if that happened? What if this happened? Sure. Okay, I'm flipping the show and it's 
No, it's fine. I'm just, I don't have anything to say to it. What? What what are you talking about? Talking about like your mom having instantaneous altercation with her son. Her baby and her son. I don't think you're making the analogy you think you're making. I don't even understand what analogy you're making right now. You're lying. Not every man is a, a oh my gosh. Are you seriously going to make me get so specific? Like, you're going to be that person to say, like, not all men are trash. Well, duh, Whitney, not all men are trash. You never say that. Because I'm not. Because I'm not. Because y'all don't deserve for me to say that. Clearly, not all men are trash. There are exceptions to every rule. There is an exception to every rule. When people are speaking, they speak generally. So, no, I don't make that exception. I don't make an exception for every single example I make, and I'm never going to. <laughs> so that's just that. Everyone knows men are trash. You say it because you already know that not all men are trash. That's why the slogan isn't all men are trash. It's just men are trash because everyone is speaking generally. And no, I'm never going to get specific enough to tell y'all not all men are trash. Y'all can support yourselves. You don't need my support. You're not going to get it unless it's necessary. You're right. The same person that clearly knows men are trash wants to cape for specific ones every time. That's your right. Do that. That is your right to cape for individuals as you see fit. I cape for individuals when necessary, but generally, I'm not about to get specific and be like, oh, but not all men. No, that's, that's the gist. Not all anything. Um, Mafia and Issa's interactions are so cringeworthy. I just want them to get to the conversation. Like, I need them to have it. I'm actually tired of seeing them talk to everyone else except each other. So awkward. Which one? I'm not picking sides. I don't pick sides when it comes to their friendship. I get down on Molly about how she handles certain things and Issa. But as far as like the, their friendship in general, I don't choose a side. I think both of them are doing the most and the least in their actual friendship. I think both of them are talking to everyone else except each other. And if this was me, even if, like you said, I don't think it's a fair expectation for people to not have a person that they want to bounce their frustrations off of before they get to that person. Because sometimes if you go directly to talk to someone, you can make it worse. And sometimes you got to check yourself. Like, am I tripping? Like, let me tell somebody about this and see if I'm tripping or like, maybe I'm being too hype about it and I need to come at a different angle. So I totally get that where, what I don't like, and maybe of course that's just a setup of the show. There are four friends is to talk about it with someone in such close proximity that you're polluting your friend group. <laughs> yes, that's a, yes, absolutely. 
So that's the only part that I like. Don't pollute the friend group. You got to talk to someone that you know won't. <laughs> she drops the water bottle right behind me. <laughs> I forget that she has a hard time opening those caps by herself. <laughs> I would handle it the same as far as talking to someone else about it to make sure I'm not tripping. It would not be such close proximity to the group where that could ever pollute someone else's idea of them or that it could ever get back in a negative way that I did not mean. Like if I'm trying to check myself, if that comes back to the person like, yeah, girl, she was talking shit about you and I don't know what's up. Now I got beef with two of (laughs) y'all. I don't agree at all with how long it's taking them to actually have this conversation. <laughs> they have not tried hard enough. It's even, this has been weeks from the last show to this month. Every show was like a month before the block party, two months before. So it's been at least two months now where they have been going round and round in circles, not having a conversation with each other. And that is inappropriate. <laughs> That is not a good reflection on your friendship. The longer it takes, the farther that gap is going to grow. And eventually, y'all are going to be people that used to be best friends. <laughs> I'm scared to see how Molly's reaction to Issa and Lawrence is going to come back. Because I think it's going to come up at a horrible time where they're arguing and she's going to make an insinuation about them leaving together, which was totally not the thing. I don't know how it's going to come up, and I hope it doesn't. But I think that that could be super bad. Side note, I thought it was hilarious. I'm I'm not sure if people noticed, but Issa and Molly are basically wearing the exact same outfit, except Issa has on a blazer. (laughs) But okay. The scene after, I don't remember what the scene after was. Uh, (laughs) You said, let's talk about it. Because the next scene must have been, then the next scene must have been her at work when they were trying to see who was going to stay later. The next scene was her going to dinner with Issa Rae. Yes, and Issa was trying to find the artist. And how could I forget the most important part of this show? We bullshitted this whole time. (laughs) Now I'm forgetting the best part. Yes, so they leave. Molly goes on a date with Asian Bay, where Asian Bay made plans afterwards, and Molly was annoyed because he was not fitting into her crawl spaces. Okay. Issa is trying to get a new artist for her show unsuccessfully. So she calls Molly at work the next day. That's what happened. Molly was at work. Issa calls. Molly thought she was really calling to ask about her and how she was doing. She did. It was very clear that Molly was ready to get back into the friendship or at least try and then fucking Issa. <laughs> why Why do you think, just because I'm only talking about one person, I never said Issa was right in this situation. No, I'm just, I, not you, I just feel like sometimes people think. Because she's the main character. They give Molly her a pass. Well, yeah, I agree with you there. Cause, I mean, but like, my, 
You know, I agree. Because Twitter was definitely like, what the fuck, Molly? And nobody was really talking about Issa. So you kind of get an unbalanced visual. Um, well, yeah, um, as far as I'm concerned, I feel like when I'm talking about them together, I've acknowledged different parts during different shows. Like the first show, I did think it was shitty for Molly to do that at the end of her event, but I did think it was shitty for Issa to be like, oh, you about to be the old Molly and fuck it up, or <laughs> you about to do this and that. I'm on their side at different times, but I don't agree with how they're approaching their friendship right now from either way. But Issa, she's like, yeah, 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 girl. I'm sorry things not working out for you, but can you ask Asian Bay if he can get me an artist for my show? And Molly is clearly annoying. First of all, she's asking her, well, did you pay? And making sure that she didn't fuck it up. Like, this was not her fault. And you can see Issa was annoyed with her thinking it was her fault. Um, But she says, okay, I'll see what I can do. But then Asian Bay comes over and Asian Bay lets her know, this isn't going to work out if you don't make a room. Like, our schedules are not compatible. We shouldn't do this. And then Molly, doing the work, acknowledges what he's saying is true. Because she uses... Oh, little bonchons. <laughs> little bonchons everywhere. That she usually does not have to have this conversation. But now that they're having it, she does want to make room for him in her life. Great. And then she has a call with Issa... It's like, nah, girl, I'm, I'm not asking him to give you a favor. Do you think Molly should have or not? Twitter said, damn, girl, that's fucked up of you. You only knew, <laughs> known this guy for a couple months. She brought the same pastry where? Like, remember, so last Oh, week, to Asian Bay's house. Yeah, so Asian Bay and Nathan were mm-hmm. were roommates. And so, Issa used Molly to break to say, hey, go see him, bring him this. They were small dog, and Issa tried to break into her room. Well, Issa broke into his room and started making music. And Molly kind of made her leave. So, she brought over the same pastry So I don't think, I think she was like, well, she really does like Andrew and Aaron, and she really does want to be with them. Their fight and them not being okay coincided with Issa asking Molly for a favor, and then Issa even was like, well, did y'all break up? And so I feel like Molly was like, well, if I tell, if I reconnect with Andrew and then follow it up with a favor, she's a better friend and Molly is more 
thinks she's a better friend and also thinks that she cares about Issa more than Issa cares about her. I don't disagree. I think that had they been in a better place as friends, that Molly would have. But I also think that it was, I know that Issa is going through a tough time, which I can appreciate because she's trying to do something that she's never done before. She's having a hard time. However, you guys' friendship was not on the level for you to ask her something like this. I don't know if she just was not thinking about their friendship at the time or she just thought, oh, well, we're still friends no matter what. It doesn't matter if we're having a little tiff or not. We're still friends. So, of course, I'm going to ask my friend to help me out. But at the same time, if if I were Molly, I would also be very pissed off that you are not concerned enough about our friendship over these months and acknowledging that people have their own lives. You are doing your own thing and trying to do something new. But unless you're going to take the care to your relationship, you should not be asking me for this type of a favor, especially like you said, it's not a good time. Sure, I just met this guy. I've known you for decades. However, right now, I fucked it up with this guy, and I have to fix that too. And I can't fix that, like you said, and then slide this favor in. Like now it just seems like I only apologize (laughs) or I'm trying to fix it because I need this favor from you, which I don't. My friend does. A friend that is being shitty to me right now and very passive aggressive. And we are doing it to each other. It's not a good time to ask for a favor. You should not have called her for a favor. <laughs> you got to figure that out on your own, unfortunately, or fix your friendship first. I don't think she should have asked. And <laughs> I think it put Molly in a very bad position, especially because a lot of Twitter was still dragging her like, you need to be a friend. Well, I mean, but they're not, their friendship isn't on that level. I I think they're toxic to each other, but I think I think before they had this super passive aggressive thing in their relationship, if Molly had come to her before to tell her about herself, that's one thing. But Molly has not been that great of a friend either right now. So now it's just like you either gotta get your friendship together or forget it forever. <laughs> Lawrence was toxic to Issa as well. Okay. And Nathan, we forgot to even mention that Nathan called her out the blue like niggas do. I'm (laughs) I'm trying to figure out when he's gonna come back because they hinted at him having a mental illness, but he never came back to actually. They never got into him actually explaining what that is or how it affected. Oh, he's, he's light-skinned. He's light-skinned. That's what it is. Okay. Diagnosable. Okay. I'm glad she didn't call that. I'm glad she missed the call <laughs> because, no. You don't just call me out of nowhere. You, I'm glad he left a message because that's the only way we're going to talk. When people call and expect you to call them back, I'm not. <laughs> you need to leave a message with your purpose. So, do you think that Molly 
Jay Lawrence again or Lisa? Oh, sorry, Lisa. That was fucked up. Lisa's gonna like lose her job and her shit, and Lawrence is gonna have to take care of her. Now that there's a season five, <laughs> um, now that there's a season five, I don't think that they're going to get back together. I feel like they want us to think that like they're definitely gonna fuck at some point, even if it's once. They're like, oh, we shouldn't have done that. I really don't know where this is going. All they need to do is sow the seed of doubt and condolences. Hold on. He has to come down and bring the pretzels back. You can't just leave him in the room. Did you close it all the way? Let me see. Oh, I gotta go get the hummus. You got two hands in the bag. The fact that your child is hummus proudly is you are you are wonderful. So somebody I can't remember who asked me. <laughs> I have to start buying more of the food that I eat because all of a sudden not all of a sudden, she's been doing this for a long time. I forget that she likes stuff that I like. Like I gotta buy two times the avocados. I gotta buy two times the pretzel slims, everything baked in. I gotta buy two times the hummus because she's eating it too. <laughs> but it's also a good thing because these are the type of snacks that I have to buy now. Like grapes and hummus and avocados. She literally eats avocados. I could give her a... St- your grapes are strong and <laughs> Who likes omega fats? <laughs> One day I'm gonna let her sit in answer some questions but yes that's why I think what Molly thinks happened between her and Lawrence is going to come back and have a super negative effect especially if nothing ever transpires between Lawrence and Issa I think the insinuation that they left together is going to come up at some point and they're going to have a hard time negating that because they did see them outside together but Lawrence clearly having to tell her something, which is probably that he can't talk to her anymore. Molly's gonna run into the building. Y'all still together? Oh, because I saw Issa out talking to Lawrence, and then they left. That's what I'm saying. This negative energy cannot stand between Issa and Molly. They're gonna be the end of each other, and that's probably why their friendship ended at the very first episode. (laughs) I don't fuck with her no more. That does lead me into my question. Do you expect friends to lend their services to you for free? <laughs> no. So you would not expect, well, it's not the same. Issa asking Molly to ask Asian Bay is not completely the same because there is that separation. But I am, I would like to include that also. Do you expect friends to lend you their services for free? And would you expect your friend to ask their partner to help you? So I'll give you all three scenarios because Hit it. again, apparently we do think we do think differently. First off, I would not expect my friend to lend my services for free. Conversely, if I solicit your services, I do expect it to Preach. If I do 
is a producer of Post Solution. Like, is he making loans or borrowing money or something? It's a barter. Yeah, like, and then I actually watched my dog four times. You're only, like, paying me for the end of the month or vice versa. Okay. I like all of those things. Asking your bae to do a favor. Asking your friend's bae. Yes, I'm sorry. Not asking your friend's bae, asking your friend to ask her bae. Yes, his or her bae. I don't see a need for that. Okay. I mean, because if, if they want money, like, I, would, I would pay, but I'm just asking you for your permission. However, I can, whatever conditions follow, I'll handle it. I'm just asking you because you, you have an end. Hallelujah. We made it this whole episode to agree. <laughs> Hallelujah. Barack. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I agree completely. Um, I would never expect my friend to lend me their services for free. Unless you're rich. I've let my close group of friends know this already. If any of them get on, I expect full coattail rides. Because if I did it, I would do that for y'all. I know that in my heart of hearts. I do that. If I have it now and you need it, I'm going to do it. Period. Be creative becomes a thing. I already told him. I'm on the PJ. This agreement yours would be sponsored by being creative. I mean, it would be. Like, it, it will happen. So, and if it doesn't happen, I'm just saying it. I've told him. I've told Brandon plenty of times. I expect to be on the PJ. I will be your secretary if you need. I will be your publicist. I will be your security. I will contribute, but I expect to be on the private jet. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just we what's going to happen. Um, but no, so if a friend offers me something for free, I'm not a person that says people are my friend if they're not. If they're just an associate, if it's just, if we're just cool, we're cool. I know a lot of people. We are so cool. We are super cool. But <laughs> when I call you, when I talk about my friend group, I'm only talking about a certain amount of people. I would never expect anything for free. So I would never ask you for something and expect that it will be free. If you have a charge attached to it, even if it's a discount or anything, I'm willing to pay it. If you feel that we are friends enough where you don't even expect that from me, great. But I definitely don't expect you to do it for me for free, especially if you have a professional service, if you have a LLC, if you have a legit business that is out here providing services to the community. I would never come expecting you <laughs> to do it for me for free. Asking a friend to ask their partner. I mean, of course, there's always going to be exceptions, but generally I would ask you to ask them <laughs> about something so that, like you said, the connection is made. If they say, nah, fuck her, it'll come easier from my friend. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. If your relationship is, your if your friendship, is yeah, if your friendship is where it should be, then there shouldn't be anything that you cannot ask your friend. I think the issues pop in when there is underlying resentment somewhere. Because if there is, then I'm sure that resentment has poured out in other places. And so, no, you should not just be going off asking for favors. <laughs> no, you should not be asking for anything unless you're willing to pay for it. Um, I don't know if, if people reasonably expect their friends to be giving them stuff for free, but I don't, especially because if you have a service that costs money, I want to participate. I want to help out unless you, like you said, unless it's like a barter thing, like, Hey, I need some practice. Can you help me out? Sure. You can use me, but to just be like, Oh, listing like a rack of services that they offer and then showing up and just thinking you're going to get them for free. I think that's a little unreasonable as a friend. I understand that there may be things or services that people can perform and that they cannot equally get back from them. Because that's just life. Some people are just better off. But I, I would definitely try to repay you in some kind of way. Like, I don't yeah. Friendship is an exchange. Friendship is essentially a mutual exchange. Yeah, so I think we we agree. We don't expect friends to do anything for us for free, although there is some mutual exchange that clearly happens in friendship, whereas you could easily provide your friend something in exchange for their professional services. The, the expectation that someone is going to give you services for free is not there, or at least with us. Um, so to all my friends out there, I have a lot of friends that are doing their own thing creatively, professionally, and I wish all of them super success and I would never expect to roll up and get anything for free. Um, it's support, I guess, essentially it's support, right? You support all your friends and all their endeavors. And so I think that counts for something, especially when people are first starting. For instance, I've talked about it before. I have been a main character in my friend's show, Bad Web Series, now playing on YouTube. And that is my way of support. Yes, it's fun for me because I get to be with my friends on set and some people that I didn't know before that were cool now. It's a fun experience, sure. So your friends are out here taking a leap of faith. If you're a friend, be supportive. And I think on their end, they're sometimes their way of showing you appreciation for your support is doing things for you also. So that's why that barter system comes in. Like you do, you support them and they show up for you. Now playing on YouTube. Also, actively supports, watches, and advertises our podcast. Mm-hmm. And as we do theirs, like Miss Vicky and his mama, her, her son. son podcast. Right. 
no one does equal. Exactly. You do what you can. You support your friends how you can. Your your friends should it should be effortless for them to be like, well, but this person would do this for me if you were in the same situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just got to be genuine when it comes down to it. Just have genuine connections with people. Just be genuine. When it comes down to it, just be genuine. Don't do anything for someone that you are not doing out of sincere support for them, a genuine connection with them. Just don't do it. Don't do anything if you are expecting something back because that's not genuine. Move genuinely and people will genuinely move for you. That's a beautiful statement. Thank you. Closing arguments. (laughs) We're going to end it right there. We've agreed once again. Praise be. Praise be. Blessed be the fruit. Closing arguments. Do you have some? You go first. Alright, so I'm gonna... Fuck it up? I'm not gonna soberly be able to explain this, but I'm gonna try. This is in honor of the king, the prophet, the great prophet, the new king, Solomon. I thought you were about to say Lawrence, and I was about to flip this table. Don Lemon, Kanye West. Would you raise Kanye's blackness and decrease Don's, or would you raise Don's blackness and decrease further Kanye's? So I have written Kanye completely off, so I don't give a fuck. I was going to say, oh, increase Kanye, and then Don Lemon can get rid of some blackness and still be black, but no, fuck that. Give Don Lemon all the black. And Kanye belongs to the Kardashians now. Okay. Next couple. Rachel Dolezal. Candace Owens. <laughs> Would you raise Rachel Dolezal's blackness and decrease Candace Owens? <sighs> Would you raise Candace Owens' blackness and decrease Rachel Dolezal's? I would totally be here for Rachel if she would just be an ally and stop saying she is black. It is so disconcerting to me. I know. So, I would give all of it to Candace and just let Rachel become the white woman she was born as. One other white woman is not going to hurt you. It might help. It might help to have Candace on the right side of history here. Last one, different twist. Would you rather have Medusa's pettiness or Erica Badu's hotelness? With 50 Cent, he presents himself exactly how he is. He's a petty-ass Karen. But with Erica, because I love Erica, but as soon as she opens her mouth, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> 5G all the way. Just sing, girl. Just sing and shut up. So I'm going to go with 
I'm going to go with 50 Cent's fattiness. I want that to increase, and I want Erica's hotepness to decrease. So I will take more pettiness if I can decrease Erica's hotepness. I grow sometimes and degenerate in some others. <laughs> Pick one. Black AF or blackish? Blackish. Joan Clayton or Rainbow Johnson? Joan Clayton. I definitely thought you were going to say Rainbow Johnson. I was, and then all of a sudden it came back to her. Greenleaf or Queen Sugar? Greenleaf. What's the word that you just hate hearing? Or hate saying. Equality. You hate the word equality? Okay. I hate hearing it. Yeah. No, no. I want to change it. <laughs> <laughs> Can I please? What's a word you hate for no reason or a reason? <laughs> you like hearing. You want to hear it instead of no, nigga. No, I don't. Okay. Okay. You have 10 seconds. Name three Ava DuVernay directed shows or movies. Um, that shit where they travel through time. Um, the Disney thing. Girl Trip. And, um, Queen Sugar. I get No, the shit where they travel through time. I, I'll, I'll, time. Time. You're still wrong, but I'll still give you that. It's a wrinkle in time. Yeah, that shit. Okay, sure. That's all I have. <laughs> this is as disagreeable as yours, right? Can it be? Bye, guys. Bye. Cheers. Clink, clink, clink. <laughs>